What's going on, guys? It's your boy, BG, and welcome to Common Sense, where common sense isn't so common, man. And today, we also, once again, we're going to talk about change once again. But there was something that triggered me earlier, you know. Um, I was catching a lift ride, man. Uh, you know, I told a young lady about uh, my podcast. I had, like, a little podcast popping off, you know what I'm saying? You know, I got to go out and promote my business and whatnot. And, um... One of the podcasts that she was playing was Change. And uh, it felt awkward kind of like sitting in the car hearing myself on actual, you know, car radio. But I got to get used to it because one day or really soon, this podcast is going to be something that's going to be playing on multiple platforms and multiple people's phones and radios, whatever the case may be. But um, as she was playing it, man, and I was... She was talking about change and it's something that kind of like triggered her interest, her her interest on on change. She was like, yeah, it's easy for you to say, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to change. And uh, and this is what kind of like boiled me down to want to talk about this topic because I have to remind people that change is definitely a challenge. Change is a challenge. Being uncomfortable is what challenges you to become a better person and to grow as an individual. You can't expect change to be easy because change is more so going against the grain of what you usually do. And when you're not going against the grain, when you're not going against what you usually do and you want to change your life, especially if you want to change your lifestyle, if you want to become a better version of yourself or you want to become whatever you want to become, a higher version of you, it takes self-discipline to accept the challenge and endure the challenge. It takes a lot of self-discipline. It takes a lot of self-discipline to force yourself to be uncomfortable. Now, when you're expecting yourself to, to reach a higher level or when you have higher goals and higher expectations, it comes with placing yourself in uncomfortable positions and predicaments and situations. Because the pain and the uncomfortability allows the human mindset to change and evolve into something different. Determining on the person's perception or how that situation can involve them or enforce them to change. Change is necessary. You're not gonna remain you the whole entire your whole entire life. Just like as each day, you're changing each day as you grow. You're changing every day, whether you like it or not. Uh, physically and probably spiritually, but not mentally. Well, no, I ain't even going to say spiritually because if you aren't doing the necessary practices to involve change, then you won't change. Because I ran into a scenario a few days ago, right, man? Shout out to one of the OGs at my job, man. It's all love to him, man. But, you know, I usually say, what's up to him? You know what I'm saying? What's good with you, OG? He's like, what's good with you? What's good with you? You know what I'm saying? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling blessed. That always usually be my response. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling blessed because... Having this type of attitude to start your morning. Every each day you wake up, it's that's always an opportunity to change within itself. Having the ability to see the sunrise and the sunfall is a blessing within itself. Because if you're still here and still able to see that, each day is a newer opportunity to change your life and change your mindset. All it takes is is some exposure to wanting to change. Now, granted. When I when I first hopped into the trade group a couple of months ago, and I know I probably slid a little bit off topic on what I was generally just talking about, but 
how change can be such a difficult thing. When I hopped in a trade group around uh, Valentine's Day, around February, I'm always going to remember, it was February, uh, February the 14th. And I put down some money, probably about 250 into this trade group. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was into this trade group. And once, Believe Your Power, yeah, that's what's called Believe Your Power. It was a trade group called Believe Your Power. And I invested $250 getting into this group. Because throughout the course of your life, it's great to follow your passion, but you need the necessary skills to help fund your passion, right? And when I got into the to the trade group, but aside from the skills and all the passion stuff, when I got into the trade group, I was I had that exposure to people who I wanted to be like, right? They were meditating, they were reading, they were valuing self growth over money. And because in that group, what they buy was the internal workings would give you all the external results that you want. Everything is internal. What you do within yourself, the work will show for itself outside and around you and the things that you have and the things that you will receive. And that comes from the internal results, the internal stuff that you work on yourself. So they value self-growth. They value self-improvement. They value self-discipline. They value those things because those are the only things that allow someone to grow as an individual. And me at the time, I wasn't, I was interested in self-growth, but not as much. I was interested in self-improvement, but not as much. I didn't know how to go about it to do actually do it. And what they were doing, like I said, meditation, and they was doing a lot of reading. At the time, I didn't like reading, to be honest. Shout out to my homeboy, Marquise. He had put me on the Robert Greene book, The 48 Laws of Power. And I had that book just sitting there, just sitting there collecting dust. And I wasn't really reading it at the time. And as these individuals in the trade group was uh, consistently reading and they, they was consistently meditating, they was consistently doing these routines on a regular basis, it started to rub off on me. And I wanted to be just like those people. So now I was exposed to the energy that I wanted to to emulate. Now, as I continue to do those things, right, read and meditate, it was pretty difficult to do it because... I wasn't accustomed to doing it. So now I had to find some form of a way to make the uncomfortable comfortable. And to make the uncomfortable comfortable, you have to make the uncomfortable feel comfortable by the repetition of consistently doing it. So I just kept doing it. I didn't like doing it, but I kept doing it. And then I kept doing it. And then I kept doing it. And then I kept doing doing the repetitions of doing that thing that I didn't like. For one, I didn't like reading for one. And I damn sure didn't like meditating. I really didn't like reading that much. I wasn't really as illiterate. I guess that's the proper word to say it. Uh, I wasn't as illiterate. I didn't really like reading too much. I wasn't linguistic. That's what he called it, linguistic. The fundamentals of the mind that is more so with words and with reading. I, didn't, I wasn't really interested in that type of stuff. But as I've seen these people consistently do these routines, have a set daily routine, a set daily schedule routine that you do on a day-to-day basis, allow them to grow, grow as the person that they wanted to become or the type of people that they are now, it rubbed off on me. And I was like, man, I got to do this. So I had to go against the grain of what I usually do. So when I got back off of work, I come back home and um, and I would try meditating. meditate. And it was really difficult because it was just like, I'm not used to meditating, bro. Five minutes sucked. I'm like, man, I just, I'm not about to keep sitting here doing it. But I kept forcing myself to do it. Reading. Oh my God, reading was terrible for me when I first started. I feel like picking the right books. I feel like everyone can read to an extent. I mean, everyone can read. I mean, I'm not saying we have, no, we have 
illiterate individuals out here, but I feel like everyone can can read a book, but everyone's subject of the book they want to read is different. See, I wasn't really interested in those novels and and those fictional books and I was interested in the books that that I can really gain some deep knowledge into. So, which was 48 Laws of Power, which was The Magic of Thinking Big, which was um, Atomic Habits, which was uh, 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 The Way of the Superior Man. These books gave me real intellect, how, can I, how I can improve as an individual. So those are my type of books, right? And then, I, of course, me, knowing people who personally know me, I'm into anime. So I would take my time to read a manga. Like, real talk. I haven't did it recently. Well, recently, now I actually be mangas here and there. Now I actually be mangas because I want to balance out from just reading always books that elevate me. But I also want to read books that entertain me. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that self-improvement books don't entertain me, but just, you know, have a little bit of a balance of everything. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, I, I was uncomfortable with those practices of those routines. And as I continue to do it and continue to do it, continue to do it, now I start to understand why these people have this high vibration and this high energy because they're reading stuff or they're doing the practices that help to maintain that type of energy. Now, retracting back to what I was saying earlier about my coworker, yeah, I always say what's up to him. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And at first I was telling him, man, you got, I mean, you got to tell yourself that you're best, man. You wake up each and every day having an opportunity to change. Cool. He was doing it for a while and now he kind of like formulated himself back into his old ways that he usually do. Like, hey, man, what's good with you, man? Ain't shit. Ain't shit makes it seem like you're not elevating at all and you're not moving forward and you're not pushing forward and, you, and you're not doing anything that is stimulating the mind to help you elevate, to help you get, be placed in a better predicament. And from what my understanding is, is that he's not, you can give people energy, but if they're not doing the necessary practices to hold that energy and to contain that energy and to understand why is that energy being held that way, then they'll, they'll, then they'll never fully understand how to have the repetition of having that same type of high vibration energy. Because if he's not meditating, if he's not praying, meditating, or do whatever he needs to do to keep and withhold that mindset that you're blessed on a regular basis, then you're going to revert back to your older ways. Same as myself. If I continue to have this high vibration and to say that I'm blessed, to say that I'm abundant and to say these things to myself, if I don't do those things, no matter how much or how many times I tell myself these things, I will revert back to who I was before. And when I had that exposure of being in that trade group and understanding that the difference between before I got into the trade group, while I'm in the trade group, I should be doing the same things. Same, doing the same thing that I've been doing during the trade group after I do the, uh, well, after I leave the trade group, because eventually I end up leaving. So with me doing those things, right, I understood that I seen a significant change in how the way I was carrying life. I seen a significant change. So I never wanted to go back to who I was before, my actions that I was portraying before, the thoughts that I was portraying before, my mindset that I was portraying before. I never wanted to revert back to those those attitudes, that, that energy, that low vibration, that energy. I never wanted to revert back to those things. So I continuously to meditate and I continuously to read and I continuously to do this podcast to share my personal experience as I continue to grow as an individual. So you can share energy all you want, but if people ain't doing practices to, 
to, to hold and withheld that energy and to keep it up, they'll always revert. That battery will always be drained out every single day. But change is difficult. Change is a challenge. If nothing challenges you, then you'll never grow. If nothing challenges you at all, you'll never grow as an individual. When you have those goals and you have those ambitions, you, you'll always feel like you're not going anywhere. If you, if, if you don't have those type of things, if you don't have those type of goals and ambitions, you, then you'll feel like you're not going anywhere. And that's how it should usually feel like. Individuals should want to be able to grow. But see, not everyone is built to become a leader. Not everyone is built to become the greater version of themselves. Everyone has that opportunity to do that. I feel like everyone has that ability. Everyone has a gift that not only serves them, but serves others that allow them to grow. But not everyone is going to accept that. They don't have the mental capacity to want that. Or they don't have the desire to want those things. Because not everybody should be leaders. Because if everyone is leaders, then no one will be dependent on one another to grow. Think about that. Like if we had a rack of leaders now, leaders leaders lead. And what makes a leader a leader? They have followers behind that leader. Without the followers, there is no leaders. And if the whole world was leaders, there will be no union. There will be no support for one another. Because life, what challenges do, challenges places roadblocks in your ways. Uh, roadblocks throughout the road that you're going. It, it places walls. It makes you take detours. You'll go through adversity. You'll go through the criticism. You'll go through the self-doubt. And you'll go through fear. And you go through uncertain, uncertainty. Challenges. Change have to ch- challenge those those morals. Those things is underneath that. Change is a challenge. And that challenge have to test those things. Those detours, those walls, those adversities, those criticisms, those self-doubts, those fears, those uncertainties. It has, it has to challenge your faith, most definitely. Because in order for you to have faith, you have to lose faith. You have to doubt yourself a little bit. Because there is no one here. I believe there is no person who is absolutely successful didn't experience uncertainty and doubt. It comes. But what you have to allow yourself to do, what you have to allow yourself to go through is to accept that challenge of having that uncertainty and having those doubts and having those adversities to allow you to impact you to a high level. So maybe this one day you can be uncertain, but as long as you snap yourself right back on the right road, it makes your your faith more higher than it was the day before. When your faith is challenged, your faith grows larger. When change is challenging, something that opposes a huge challenge has a greater reward behind that challenge. The harder, the harder the goals, the greater the rewards. The, 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 the difficult the challenge, the bigger and the greater the reward you will receive. Because change involves a lot of things, man. Sometimes changing your friends can be difficult, man. Sometimes that can be difficult because there's always been people you've always been around. That can be a really difficult thing. Separating yourself. Self-discipline is, is a challenge. It's really a challenge. Consistency is a challenge. If you're not used to being consistent, really, to be honest, you're consistent every day. Whether it's being productive or non-productive, you're being consistent every single day of your life. When you consistently go to work, that's being consistent. When you consistently clock in on clock, you're being consistent. You can't, you can't expect it. <laughs> to be honest with you, you can't expect to change without somewhat of effort. You can't expect to change without effort. But to change, you need those challenges, man. Those challenges prepare you some on a whole nother level of, 
of uh, of something greater than what you even thought you were going to get. God places those those things in your way, man. He places those obstacles to help you grow. Sometimes we place our own self in our own obstacles because we always want to take. I think us as I think human nature naturally we want to get the greater reward with the least challenges. That's just a part of human nature, bro. We want to get the greater reward with the least amount of challenges in the way. The least amount of roadblocks, the least amount of adversity, the least amount of things that make you uncomfortable. Things that doesn't make you uncomfortable, we want to avoid that. Like, I don't know if I said that in the right sequence or not, but we try to avoid things that make us uncomfortable. (laughs) If you're always comfortable, then shit. Don't expect anything to change throughout throughout your life. If you think if you think change is a comfortable thing, you're sadly mistaken. If you believe that change requires you to be comfortable ninety percent of the time, you are sadly mistaken. I don't really think I have anything else in mind, but I feel like I'm have something else pop into my head probably right after we finish this podcast. I was thinking in my head of something that I wanted to say, but it kind of like slipped my mind. So to end this podcast, to be honest with you, faith plus great worth ethic creates vulnerable opportunity and always accept the challenges because challenges help you to become a better visual and individual mentally, physically, and spiritually. You're going to have challenges that probably test those aspects of your life. You're going to have challenges that tests you mentally, which is every day, the intellect that you gain every day you're being tested mentally. Um, you're going to have things that tests you spiritually and I feel like faith is just more of a spiritual thing. It's more of a, of a intuition. It's more of a knowing, and that's more of a spiritual, a spiritual thing. Knowing something, you're gonna have things that tests you in that area of your life, of spiritually, and then you're gonna have things that tests you physically. Yeah, things that tests the mind, body, and definitely the soul. And we want to make sure that we keep those things intact. So in order for you to maintain a positive energy and a positive vibration, you have to study the necessary practices to do that. Because how negative people continue staying being negative, because for one, they're doing all the practices to, well, be negative, which is complaining, all woe is me type of scenario, why everything ha- everything happening to me, someone who has anger issues, Someone who gets mad over the little things. These are all practices under negativity. Being surrounded by uh, gossiping, of course, that creates negative energy. So these are all practices. The practices of being positive or operating at a low vibration, uh, my bad, not low vibration, a high vibration, comes with the foundation of one, receiving information that can actually level you up, changing the way you think, thinking more positive thoughts saying things to yourself that uplift you to higher levels of success surrounding yourself with individuals that have more bigger aspirations and goals and actually dream meditating because that's that's a form of energy you you have energy circulating through you on a day-to-day basis and when you meditate you're learning how to be able to control that energy knowing what your energy is knowing how you operate that's like internal work. Um, listening, I would say listening to podcasts because it opens your head up into into different ways of thinking. How to change your mindset, of course. 
um, reading books. Uh, people like to say, you know, reading books don't help you out so much if if it's uh, if you don't go through experiences, which is you you are most definitely correct. However, in order for you to elevate, you need knowledge. Knowledge is within books. Sometimes you gain knowledge through experiences too. So you can read in a book, and then you can read. I mean, you can learn from experience. Knowledge is also something when you read in books. In order for you to become a billionaire, you have to have the knowledge for it. And experiences, yes, but books can sometimes tell you how to exactly become that. And implementing or using the knowledge that you gain through books on how to become something, you put those to the test with the experiences that you go through. So hopefully that makes sense because my brain kind of did wander off a little bit. So because I'm like, I'm trying to think and speak at the same time to make some literal sense of a lot of things. Once again, man, faith plus great worth that it creates vulnerable opportunity. I am on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. The link will be in the description below. I have a Twitter and I have an Instagram. My Instagram is cs.podcast. Same thing as my Twitter, cs.podcast. Um, and if you guys have any suggestions on any future topics that you want me to come across or talk about, make sure um, you comment down below. And uh, most importantly, definitely rate this podcast, man. Tell me what you personally feel like, what you personally feel about this podcast. And uh, I catch you guys later on the next episode of Common Sense Podcast.